Good morning. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, when quality and flavor matter. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes. I run chop competitions. I cater for people for Shabbat, Yom Tov, Pesach. I know that's coming up really soon. Um, anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. And I hope you'll tune in each week to hear about my exciting cooking adventures, um, my kosher food traveling, and amazing guests. But I want to hear about your food experiences too. So shoot me an email, naomi at nachamsegel.com. You can join my fan page on um, Facebook called The Aussie Gourmet. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook. Um, so, you know, let's make this a great conversation. I've got an amazing show today lined up for everybody. Um, it's been a while. I hope everybody caught last week's show. I actually recorded it in Machane Yehuda about a month ago and we aired it last week. It was such a fun experience. Actually, my children were part of, I have older children, and my oldest daughter was the producer. Miriam Wellick trained her, and Jamie Tuchel trained her to show her what to do. And she was amazing, put, helping me put together with Joel Haber, the best tour guide Israel has to offer with food in Yerushalayim. Um, so please make sure you catch that show on our Nachum Siegel Net uh, channel on YouTube, or you can listen it to it on the archives anytime on NachumSiegel.com. So while I was in Israel, I had the honor of being Foodie of the Week. I forgot to mention that last week. So I just wanted to share that. I was really excited by the Elan Kornblum's Great Kosher Restaurant Foodie Group. And I was actually thrilled. I know um, in the studio I have Shlomo and Schiffer Klein. Shlomo's also had that honor of being Foodie of the Week. So I was pretty excited about it as I ate and posted my way through Israel. Um, while I was in Israel, I met up with David Ehrlich. I just wanted he was on my show about two weeks ago. Um, he's of Gilly's Goodies. So I just want to like make sure that everybody um, hears again the incredible stuff that he does. I um, actually sent my daughter a gift basket last week, which was gluten-free because she's gluten-free in Israel. Um, and I sent her a gift basket for, um, for just Shabbat because. So if you have family or friends in Israel and you miss them or you want to send them some love, you want to do something special for Purim, make sure you send them a a Fresh baked basket of Gilly's goodies, um, cakes, hamantaschen, lots of nash. They can customize it all for you. Um, Gilly's also sends them to um, soldiers in Israel, which I think is such a lovely thing. You send a gift basket to your loved ones, and you can also send someone uh, in the IDF a gift basket too. So they send the chaylim uh, all over the country. So uh, to order, just go to gillysgoodies.com and use our special discount code which thank you so much, David Ehrlich, for doing that for our listeners. Get 10% off, and the code is, of course, TABLE42. And that's TABLE and number four and number two. So that's, uh, make sure you do that before uh, Shabbat and send someone for next week or Purim is coming up. So I've got an incredible lineup on the air right now, on the phone, all the way from the Windy City. I have chef, executive chef, Brian Greicher from Milt's Barbecue for the Perplexed. Welcome, Brian. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? How's the weather over there? Is it Windy City? Um, <laughs> it's uh, pretty chilly, um, although I hear rumors it's supposed to be up to 55, 60 degrees in a couple of days. So oh, that is, that is very good because um, I just want to tell everybody, I am going to Chicago 
to run a chop competition <laughs> at Milts. So if you're in Chicago this Monday night, right? This Monday night. Monday night. Make a reservation. Brian, what time is it going to be? Eight? Um, eight o'clock. Okay. So make sure everyone uh, comes down and watches. Um, if you want to participate, call up Brian at Milts and he'll uh, let you know what's going on and when you should show up if you want to be one of the chefs who cook. Um, but we're also going to have some New York chefs as well cooking. So um, now we can, uh, we've passed our little um, shout out to our show that we're coming down for. Um, Brian, how long have you been at Miltsville? Since the beginning? Uh, yeah, I was hired um, a few months before we opened and uh, we just celebrated, celebrated our third anniversary last month. That's amazing. And you guys also have a food truck, right? We do. That's cool. Is it very yeah. busy? Like in the winter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so during the summer and during the season, we um, go out in the Chicago area. We have spots to go downtown. We do a lot of different events. And then during the winter, um, we keep the truck busy. It's not going out every day, but we have done events in like St. Louis, Minnesota, and Michigan. And the truck was actually just in Orlando for three weeks. Right. And we just got back. Yeah, just got back. Chef Isaac Lazerson ran that for you down in, in uh, Orlando. Yeah. He did, and he did a wonderful job with it, too. He's great. He's great. So, Milt has got a little bit of a different um, MO, right, They're, with their um, with how they run their business, right? It's not uh, all for profit. Correct. Yeah, well, it's not a not, not for profit per se, but we do give all the proceeds um, after our expenses, of course, all the money, and then some go to different charities each month. The owner um, is actually, he has a set of a foundation, so he raises money on top of what the restaurant makes. So there's a lot of money going around, which I think is phenomenal, and I'm hugely proud of being a part of it. Yeah, it's such a phenomenal <clears throat> idea and such a beautiful chesed that he does. No, and, and that's legit. Like he's, he's very serious about wanting to give money. And so on my end, and we have a general manager also, like our pressure is to make, you know, make money so he can give more money. It's not even about like trying to line his pockets or anything like that. So it's also, it's a little added pressure on my side where I really feel like every penny, you know, it's like, you know, this is going to something good. Ah, oh, that is so gorgeous. I love that. Now let's talk about for people who have not been to Milts, including myself. I mean, I, we're friends, so I already know your style of the style of food. <laughs> but t- talk, us, talk us about what kind of food. What do you mean barbecue for the perplexed? What does that mean? Such an interesting well, name. Well the, well, the name itself is, as um, I assume most people know, it's a playoff of Maimonides' book, um, Guide for the Perplexed. Um, and oh, so, you know, I didn't, I didn't yeah, even so, know that. Yeah, so we actually, we did, they did a crowdsourcing thing before we opened, trying to get different names, and there was a lot of different ideas, and this is the one that won. Oh, I love it. It's very clever. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cute. I had nothing to do with it. That was before <laughs> my time. <laughs> okay, and, and what, what you said, barbecue food, is it smoked? Is it... Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I can go into details about what barbecue is, but shortly, you know, a lot of people confuse barbecue with grilling. They're two completely different ideas and theologies and whatever you want to call it. But barbecue is almost always involving smoke and low temperature cooking. So, you know, you'll never see me crank up the smoker to 300 degrees or anything like that. And you smoke in, in the store? Like there's a we, whole smokehouse? Like Ari White's got so, this big trainee pool. Yeah, <laughs> well, we have a we have a thousand pound smoker um, that's vented outside. Uh, it's got a big hood, just like our grill and everything does, so it doesn't fill up the room with smoke. Um, once in a while, it did happen one time where it did get clogged. We had issues with the hood, and so it did start smoking up the kitchen. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. But thank God we fixed that pretty quickly. 
So it's barbecue style, like smoked meats, pulled brisket sandwiches, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, barbecue, it's very regional. It's in southern United States. It's, you know, you have a lot of different ideas. You know, I'm from Arkansas, from the south. And Arkansas itself isn't really known as a hotbed for barbecue, but all the surrounding areas are. So you've got, like, Arkansas, or you've got Texas, Tennessee, um, Carolinas, like all these different areas are very well known for their own particular brand of barbecue. And so you'll have a million different ideas of what barbecue is supposed to be. Oh, that and is so I, great. That's great. I, I, I'd, love to, yeah. I'd love to try all the different, like someone point out to me, because, you know, this is this style, this is this style, like, and try it, because like, we mm-hmm. never get to do mm-hmm. that, especially here, kosher in New York. Right. So one of my favorite barbecue, my favorite barbecue sauce is actually one we don't sell at the restaurant. It's an Alabama barbecue, which is actually mayonnaise-based. It's phenomenal, but it doesn't last that long. It'll, you can only hold it for like 45 minutes or so. So I've done it for specials. It's not something I choose to do mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So that 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 what does what type of food does it go with? Is it for ribs um, and chicken, or it's I like? like it. I like it. I like it particularly on chicken. I really like, you know, it's almost like a creamy slaw dressing in a sense, but it's warm and it's got a lot of sugar and vinegar in it, and mm. it goes really nicely on a smoked piece of chicken. Okay, we we okay. have to look into that. Shifra Klein is joining me here with <laughs> yeah. Joy of Kosher Magazine. Oh, yeah. yeah, that, that sounds, sounds interesting. That sounds good. We have to talk more yeah. about that. I I see an article coming up. <laughs> Shifra's flag yeah. flagging this conversation. Well, I definitely want the recipe. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you can always Google it. There's plenty of different sources out there for stuff like that. I mean, I can find a little segue here, but, you know, people get so stuck on recipes, they ask me all the time, well, how do you do this? How do you do this? I'm like, do it the way you want to do it. You know, if you don't like it, if you think that's too much sugar, take a little out. You know, people get so hung up on doing things exactly how they think they're supposed to do it and are afraid to go out of the box and do their thing, you know. I think it's great. Um, when yeah. I call it finding your inner chef. When you take a recipe and you kind of just go with what you like, you know, at making right. the adjustments. You know, you are the yeah. chef of that recipe when you are making yeah. it. Um, yeah. We can't have Brian on the phone and not talk about the amazing pop-up that you blew away New York City with. <laughs> and I have to say, you got so lucky with the weather that day oh, uh, back in I February fourth, I think. The week before, like it's going to snow. I mean, it's going to be a disaster. I'm going to be out all this money. <laughs> Right, and even if it rained or was freezing cold and not raining, you just—it was amazing. Like you could not have asked. Thank you, God, for that great weather. Oh, it was spectacular! I couldn't have asked for any. You know, I was blown away by the reception. You know, I—it's still hard to even comprehend it. You know, a week later. Yeah, uh, Brian uh, did a pop-up at Milts. Uh, uh, sorry, Milts. Pitopia. Sorry, Brian from Milts did a pop-up. <laughs> At Pitopia. There you go. I got it out. Um, last, <laughs> about two weeks ago, um, how many portions did you sell? How many servings were there? Um, we did, I think, uh, 1,200, 1,300 maybe. Amazing. 1,300. Uh, that's that's yeah. crazy amazing. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and the people that came out really just went nuts over it. Yeah. No, it was, uh, you know, right as we opened, there was a line out the door. Yeah. And it got a little, you know, it got so, you know, it's so many pre-orders, w- which we decided to do, you know, where people could pre-order, at, you know, a day ahead of time. And we had so many of them in the evening that I had to actually shut down service for a couple hours during the afternoon just to make sure I had enough to fulfill all those orders because, you know, that could have been a disaster, you know. Right, right, right. Out by 7 o'clock and all these people that paid already don't have any you know, any dinner, which obviously we didn't want that yeah no that was that was like some i hope that you do that again because that was some great experience and it's nice to like bring pop-ups to different areas you know i i I miss the katsuji tanabi one 
Um, it was before Pesach, mm. so I could not get away from my Pesach kitchen. Um, but I like to, you know, share it around a little bit, a little East Coast, West Coast mix up, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's easier than being, making a whole new restaurant. Yeah, that's much cheaper. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brian. I'm going to see you Monday. Um, I hope everyone in Chicago or people who want to come to Chicago, come to Chicago for the chopped competition at Milt's. You'll eat Milt's food. You'll see me run a chopped competition. You can even participate in the chopped competition. And as of like two, three days ago, Southwest.com had tickets for like $50 each way or $60 each way. Mm-hmm. So if you're bored yeah, this weekend, come join us at Milt's. If you're not How in Chicago. How could you participate? Yeah, you can just let Brian know. We're oh, going to cool. take up to three people to uh, cook and compete. Oh, nice. And then the, the, the audience. And, of course, if somebody wants to judge, you can shoot me an email, naomi at com, and we'll be in touch with you about getting all that. And, yeah, we're really excited. So um, you can come and eat the incredible food and, and have a, a, a you know dinner and a show. How about that? <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Naomi. Thanks, Brian. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll 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 talk on Sunday when I get to Chicago. Okay, great. All right, take, take care. Thank Bye. Bye. That was Chef Brian Greiker from Milt's Barbecue Barbecue for the Perplexed. I have to say it very slowly. Um, I am very excited to be able to go to Chicago to run that chop competition. That's become like one of the biggest parts of my business is I go all over to run people's chop competitions. It's so fun. Okay. Without further ado, we're gonna get Continue our conversation with Shifra Klein. Uh, her husband, Shlomi, is join, joining her today. We're very lucky to have both of them. Uh, they have just come back um, from an incredible trip to Israel. They were the, there the first half of January putting this uh, edition together. I was there the second half. So I got a lot of advice from the Kleins uh, of where to go. Uh, they did not disappoint. But you guys have got to get this magazine. And I always say this one is the best one. But this one really is the best one. I don't know how you guys are going to top this one. <laughs> I don't know. It is going to be challenging. It's 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 yeah. going to be a challenge because you've really raised the bar a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, the idea of Joy of Kosher is always to share more than just recipes, right? Because you can go on Google and Google any recipe right, you want. Right, absolutely. So, um, that's the I, the goal is always, what can we do that's even more exciting that you can't just get by Googling or just going online? So um, we were really excited to share. It was a very daunting task to go to Israel and like consolidate like everything into one issue. Right. It's crazy. You, you could write, do part one and part two. Yeah, we definitely, after doing this Israel issue, we definitely will do that. There's so much more to come. I, I cannot wait. Yeah, there really is a or, lot to or come. Or you could each in each um, magazine that comes out, you can have an Israel segment. That's also true. Was that I help- like? I like. Was this. that helpful? This is like a <laughs> mini editorial meeting. Right yeah, now. there you go. Yeah. I have enough yep. just from this trip alone to fill a book. I mean, everywhere you go, you meet personalities. Everyone has their story. It's just so fascinating. It right. doesn't stop. Yeah, it who, doesn't who, stop. Who was the most fascinating um, chef that you met? Eli Mizrahi in the Shuk was fascinating. He was yeah. a really great guy. Who? who wh- which restaurant was he at? He has Cafe Mizrahi. He's one of the founders, or one. Of, he's on the board of the of Shuk Machin Yehuda. He was actually the first one to have a cafe, a little restaurant in the Shuk. Yeah, he he modernized. Which one, which one is that one? He modernized the Shuk. Before he came along, the Shuk was disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I, and I went it was to really gold. It was not far from there. It was yeah, dead chickens all over the ground. So he came in, um, brought this modern cafe into the Shuk, and after him, everything else followed. So he's a great. The funny um, thing is character. now he's upset about it. Well, really? He d- he, yes. he didn't Why? like. It's too modern. Not too modern per se. He didn't like the restaurant the, scene and the bar scene. The expensive aspect because he, his whole goal was 
to make a nice place for locals. So the fact that it's such a tourist attraction means that there's tourist style prices. And the idea of a yes. shook it's is that cheap. it's cheap. It's not cheap. So it's really not cheap. I mean, for an American, it's, it's cheap. cheap. But um, but um, where was this yeah. cafe? Is that roast like it's down one of the small streets? It's down an alley. Oh. You know where Basher Cheese is? Like right yeah, off, yeah, right off that alley. Okay, oh, there yeah. are so many. <laughs> we had really good coffee there. The coffee was phenomenal. But I think coffee in Israel is oh. so much better yeah. than America. Why? I don't Roll know. It's the whole milk. They yeah. all use whole That's milk. That's what Shlomi came. Yeah, for you the, think the so? Conclusion. Yeah. It's because the in milk. Australia, no one asks you, do you want blue milk, red milk, <laughs> skim milk? It's just, you know. But the, the, it didn't have that burnt taste that American coffee has. Because I've had a coffee in Europe and I've had coffee in Australia, and, which is just as good as the Israeli coffees. The American coffees are much lower. I talk about this a lot, like lower standard. I mean, maybe Americans like the toasted coffee. I think toasted, so. Toasted, burnt, whatever. The, <laughs> the bitter notes. The bitter notes. The bitter there you go. She's, being, she's putting it nicely. The, the bitter tones. Yeah, yeah, the bitter tones. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but I, I did notice that they only have one kind of milk. <laughs> Another really interesting character we met. I'm sure a lot of people have met them before. We went to Tzfat. We, we met the guy that makes lachuch. Mazer? Lachuch is like a... It's a Yemenite-style savory pancake that is pancake-like on one side. I had it on birthright. Yeah, and ear bubbles on the other. It's a really cool pancake. Yeah, that was amazing. Very awesome texture. It looks like the, the owner of the store, we actually didn't see him this time, but uh, he's a Yemenite Jew, and he gives, he gives and you can speeches on Kabbalah and everything while he's making the food. It's a real tzfat. Even his worker. he's dressed up, right? Yes, he's dressed up. Yeah, his worker is also a real but character. But you can also get dressed up. They had clothing that you can borrow to could take be. photos with. It could <laughs> be. The food was phenomenal. And like we, we even got a video of him giving us directions because that was just like something that blew us away. We asked him for directions to a place, and he says something like, "Go right, right, left, left, right, right, and it's going to be there" or something like that. We actually have a video of it that's going to be posted online. People will be able to see it. it was well, yeah, they can, people could check out Joy of Kosher. He gave us these directions, and we were like, we're "Like what?" And then we actually followed directions, and it was exactly where he said. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. were going from the Lachuch place in Svat to the Kadosh Cheese. Kadosh Cheese is also really cool. They age their cheese. It's a family business. They age the cheese in caves, um, and it's a really cool spot to visit also. I mean, it's just endless. It really is endless. If you're actually planning a trip to, you know, people mm -hmm. now are planning their summer trips now. Like, yeah. Um, just pick up Joy of Kosher and your itinerary is there. Oh, yeah. Your food itinerary definitely is there. Yeah. I mean, it's just seven days. It's actually eight days of food that you pops, uh, like, it would take you probably six weeks to eat. <laughs> so you're covered. Okay. <laughs> Plus, we also managed to put in, I would say, oh, about 45 recipes as well. Right. So it's a food tour plus a bunch of different recipes. So we have, like, classic recipes. And then we also have really cool modern takes on Israeli food from a uh, lot of chefs that we visited. Yeah. How was it meeting Maradoni? Maradoni like a, is... He's like a rock yeah. star. Yeah, he's a rock star in Israel. And he knows it. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? No, chefs was, are all like that. They've yeah. all got their, like... I'm the best. No, but he was he was actually really nice and yeah, very he nice spoke guy. he spoke very highly of his team. Like he said his team is what makes it. Yeah, we we found that very very admirable. Humbling. Yeah. And he has plans to come here eventually. Oh, right. Yeah, the plan eventually. the plan the plan is he wanted to get a Michelin star in Israel which wasn't happening because they just weren't doing Michelin stars in Israel. And um he's opening a restaurant in England. His goal is to get a Michelin in star London, there, yeah. in London. And Opening in London, he's opening with, he's hoping to get a, uh, like a good Hersher and even bring in stuff from France. He wants to do foie gras, he wants to do all the interesting oh, stuff. Cool. He'll have a bet yourself Hersher. Um, 
Here's a question. What's a Michelin star? A lot of my listeners or people that are tuning in for the first time or you know, are not familiar. With, you hear that name thrown out all the time. What so, is a Michelin um, star? A Michelin star is what every chef aspires. Most chefs, not every chef. There are some chefs that don't want a Michelin star in principle. But um, a Michelin star is basically, there's a Michelin guide. It was initially made by the Michelin Tire Company oh, to like encourage it. people to travel. They put up a guide as to what restaurants and things you can find on the road. So take your car out, ah. travel, and then and it became this guide that people used to figure out which restaurant they would go to. And so they became the newest um, level of food critics. And so right now, the Michelin, Michelin guides are published in different countries and different cities. Like New York City has a Michelin, they publish a guide f- just for New York City or just for London. And in this guide, they give... Um, different rankings to the restaurants and to get um you can get from one to three star um and even getting one star is an incredible honor um, do we have but any it's kosher very, restaurants or a michelin star i don't think so i don't think so no i've eaten food by eric boyard so have you guys right he's a he's, so he's worked, a chef who received the star yeah he he's incredible he did a pop-up with uh Actually, Schloss from um Hassan and yeah Hester. that was he's incredible he did a thing in my house and it was amazing yeah, so um, Adoni has two restaurants in the Carlton Hotel in Israel, in Tel Aviv. Okay. Beautiful. Um, so, um, Lumina and Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Right, yeah. I, I wanted. Uh, yeah, I had that on my list of stuff oh, that okay. you wanted, that you told me that I should go to, and I, I, there was only so much I could do. And when I'm, I was going with all my kids as well. Yeah, also, for sure. So we loved Blue Sky. Has They both have really cool views also. I mean, Israel's amazing everywhere you go. Right. But that's more high-end. It's high-end, Right. Too. I love the high-end stuff, but I love the no, street food. No, Israel, you can just love street food. Street food. Yeah. Did we you want to do an amazing. issue on street food. Street, street food. food. Oh, yeah, not without okay. me. I'm coming. I'll carry the bag. <laughs> Let me carry we your bag. We can do a multi-purpose like purpose issue. Table you can do a show. Table for joy of kosher. Totally. ZK, we're going on the road. Oh, yeah. Jachnun bar. Did you go to Jachnun bar in the shuk? No. Oh, my God. It's you see, we miss stuff. It's like so it's sad. Thing. Yeah, it's we couldn't keep our eyes open at the end of the day. Right, you could. But right. then we missed. Yeah, there's so much. It's incredible. Right, there's, there's so it's much you can ending. do. I walked in the little back street there behind the Shukana Gripas. Uh, one of the pitter guys calls over my eight-year-old, and she puts dough on a thing, a, a rock with a stick, and he throws it in the oven. It That's sticks amazing. to the side of the wall, and I'm videoing it. You can see it on my Instagram feed. Yeah, authentic it's, way to make lava. It, it, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's just nonstop. It's nonstop. Actually, looking, when we were there, I think it was uh, two or three years ago, there was some guy, I think he was like a baker, and he was making just, he had a little what, single burner frying pan. He was taking these fresh pizzas, putting in some Israeli cheese. And, and butter. And a lot of butter. A lot of butter. <laughs> and that grilled cheese sandwich was something that we remembered for years. We went looking up and down and every aisle. And everywhere. <laughs> and we looked everywhere. We couldn't find it. We were so disappointed. It's probably just a guy in a stand. He pulled up a folding chair. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. And he's not there now. But yeah. it was great. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. The yeah. wineries. I went to the Shiloh Winery. Yeah. Met with Amichai. Amichai is awesome. Um, yeah, we had a lot of weather problems. Um, when we were there, so it was hard to oh, get out okay. there. On our last day, we now, went. Michael is a huge foodie himself. I He's mean, amazing. Uh, I know. His greenhouse. He invited. No, we didn't. We were ran out of time, but um, we he invited us to come down on Tubishvat for a dinner. Oh wow! But I had a bar mitzvah that night, so I I went. To you my missed place. out. I know. I'm sure. <laughs> he cooked us some really good meats and some. 
Yeah, we, we wrote about a, it in the magazine. Right, we had a, a whole pomegranate, article. pomegranate ceviche. ceviche. I yes. saw that. I, the recipe is in the magazine. So I got the joy really kosher ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I said, Chef Ryan, let me if you guys are coming before the magazine comes <laughs> it's out. It's not out for print yet. So. I, I cannot wait. So I got to see it online. Um, so uh, I was like, so when I saw that, because yeah, I'm, big, a into, I'm a big ceviche. <laughs> I write ceviche, everything recipe. So I had never yeah. seen that. So that was gorgeous. It was very cool. Very cool ceviche. Um, yeah. yeah. Where That's else great. did you eat? What was oh, your so favorite? We do. N- we can't say a favorite. I mean, I can't. I don't know about you. We had a, we had a few favorites. Yeah. The street food was was, was street great. Street food is never ending. Everything was good. Um, we really enjoyed Chaba, which you went and tried. Yeah, I went. Uh, we, yeah, I mean, we had great. a great. It's right outside of Machne. We've sent so many meet. people there already. We they love a, it. We had a foodie meetup freelance group. It was me and my girls and Jody Locke, Shechta. I hope Jody. I hope I'm getting a name right. <laughs> Can't look it up now quickly on Facebook. And and, and Yigal and Chaim and Chaim and my kids <laughs> are like, you guys love food too much. My kids are all, <laughs> we were off our nuts. Did you get the famous um, Amber gnocchi? I had it. I thought it was. It was thought it was great. We have Amber here. This is Amber. You I'm have to like Amber to, to enjoy right, the right. Amber we're, and, and we're going to use this soon in a yes. recipe. Um, I thought that was great. But I had for breakfast, I met um, Joel Haber there when, before we did the tour. We met there in uh, in the morning and we did, um, I had the cro- Madame Croc or Croc Madame. Oh, okay. That's a Why classic don't French we dish. Have this Basil has that on the breakfast menu. Okay. Well, I, ha- I haven't been to Basil in a long time. It's really time for a trip. I don't they have a version of it. Right. A version of it. Yeah, it's all a version of something. It's the inner chef, you know. Um, okay, so sh- I held up the umba as we, you know, halfway through the show already. It's crazy. It goes yeah. like that. Okay, um, this is umba. Umba is basically pickled mango. It's a, I actually wrote a piece about it and I'm drawing a blank. I want to say it's a Tunisian. Is it Tunisian? North African? Uh, Iraqi? No, it's Iraqi. Roots. It's funny because I'm from South Africa originally and it's a very traditional. Um, food over there. It's not called amber though, but they also preserve mangoes and it's very common. Unripe mangoes. Unripe mangoes. Yeah. So this is great. It has a cum- it must have some African roots. Cumin, yeah. cumin undertone as well. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely fantastic. I use this a lot. So, so you could buy it anywhere. We also have a recipe for it in the magazine as well. Ina to make your own? Oh, Moni from, she wrote, um, she's like the expert. Um, so this recipe was from her. She contributed it. She has a cookbook called Balbusta. Oh, yeah. It's a great, great Israeli cookbook. Um, and she owns actually two restaurants in New York City, uh, Balbusta, which isn't kosher, but Ta'im might be kosher. I'm not sure about that. Um, it, it is kosher. It, yeah. has, a, it has some kind of heksher. Yeah. Okay, everyone should look at their own <laughs> heksher. And exactly. I'm just going to say that about Israel. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, we mentioned we, a lot of restaurants yes. here. I got busted. Someone told me that I po- 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 posted a picture of my meal at Pasta Basta, which used to be under Rabbanut, and now it is under Hashkaha Prati. What's that? Um. Uh, there's a thing See, about doing private heshes. Yeah, no. That sums up Israel It was a private heshes. We have them in America all the time. We were in. Um, you have to do your own research. Yeah, you have to do your own research. We went to Herbert Samuel in yeah, Herzliya. Yeah, this is a great story about the Ritz Beautiful restaurant, and they have beautiful Rabbanut, hotel. Beautiful mm-hmm. hotel. They have Rabbanut of Herzliya, which most people probably wouldn't assume is a very good heksher. But we actually have sat with the, with the mashkir for about a half hour. Shemtov, really nice guy. He's there for anyone that wants him. And he'll answer all your questions. And we were actually so impressed by the level of ashakha. It's probably higher than most of the restaurants here. They have a separate grill and separate um, prep station just for the fish in the meat section. 
They have a special floor just for checking vegetables. All the, the shmita right. stuff is lechumra. They don't have any heter mechira. So the only issue that they really have was that some of the meat wasn't glut, although most of it is. And right. if you call before and you request it, you could get glut meat. So it's like really, wherever you go, you really got to check it out and you've got to be... Yeah, everybody's got to ask their own rabbi. I am not preaching. I'm not, you know, I eat where I eat. You eat. Yuri, I am from. You are from. We're all just doing our exactly. own bit. And no one's judging but exactly. Hashem. Yeah. So long as you do your own stuff, that's good. That's good with me. It's it's a little bit more complicated in Israel. So let, let's talk yeah, let's about what we're going to make. Let's eat, Shifra. Totally. We always have to eat when we, we come We always here. have to yeah, eat. It's always, it's always People a, see me, they always like, yeah. I always want to eat <laughs> when I see you because you're always posting food. So um, we're going to make sabich. Sabich is a classic Israeli sandwich. I think of it almost like a falafel sandwich, but instead of falafel, um, it's you put eggs inside. Excellent. And the eggs that we're using are really cool. Um, it's cool 5,000-year-old eggs. Oh, a 5,000-year-old uh, egg. Mm. It's just a, It's because it looks old, but it's not really 5,000 years old. Um, I cooked it overnight um, in um, black tea. In black tea. And uh, what's really cool, I didn't do it, but um, if, you, if you crack the shell in the middle of the night, the egg becomes like scaly. So it's really, really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it has like a very cool How effect. How do you cook it overnight? You have to buy so, Joy of Kosher to see the recipe. Well, the recipe is in Joy of Kosher magazine. <laughs> I could give your listeners... Um, a sneak peek, yeah. yeah. You put your oven on 200, and in an oven-proof container, or maybe a 9 by 13, you cover the eggs in water. You put one or two black tea bags, and, and in the morning, it's ready. It's can you do that cool. for Shabbat? Yeah, it's great for Shabbat. It's great for Pesach. It's fun because it's eggs. So, yeah, it's cute. Yeah. So that is um, the main ingredient in the Sabbath sandwich. Okay, great. So basically, we slice open the pizza. We put hummus. Okay. So and um, we so have some We're actually doing fresh it now. Vegetables. I, when Shifra and I were planning the show yesterday, we actually got a, um, she said, make sure you bring, you know, fresh pita. And I sent my daughter, Simi, to go make lat. This is a, actually, I, I, I did, did not announce. Yes. This is our What's for Dinner segment. Okay. Sponsored by our friends at Gourmet Glat. I always try to give a recipe and they... Um, a very, everything I bought is from Yeah, Gourmet you could Glatt. get Amba there. They have really yeah. cool ingredients. Okay. I know. I love the fact that they have like Amba now and yeah. giant things of... Hummus is my new ketchup. I eat it with like everything. Okay. So what are we doing? So uh, fill the pizza first with hummus. That's going to be okay, the flavor so, base. Okay. Cool. I got um, the tabra hummus. Okay. I happen to like the hummus. I used to make my own hummus all the time and I'm like, yeah, it's not worth the effort anymore because <laughs> it's so cheap and easy to make your own. Easy to buy. Easy to buy. Right. So I'm like, I stopped. Okay. Okay. Then we'll put some Israeli vegetables. You can also add pickles, herbs, whatever you so want. So I'm putting to in some sliced, sliced tomatoes. tomatoes and cucumbers. Oh, this is really, oh, this smells good already. Yeah. It's hummus. So good. Hummus and tomatoes. Okay. Now what? Okay. Um, yeah. Then we'll put in the eggs. Sort you know, of like you would put in the falafel balls. Okay. And in the shuk, I don't know if you saw, the really cool falafel stands had these. Um, yes, I did Did you notice the no. brown eggs? Yes, yes. I so did. they're not organic. It's this style. Okay. All oh, right, because organic way. eggs are brown. Yeah. Okay. So we'll put in some eggs. Okay. I already sliced them. Okay. Thank you, Shifra. So it doesn't really even turn so brown. It's like this pale um, caramel color. Yeah, I'm going to egg. just hold a bit of the egg up with a yolk. So you could see what it looks like. And you like. see that the yolk has got, oh, I don't know if you can get that in. I'll hold the whole plate. Um, the yolk is got a little bit of a green rim. That means it's been cooked for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, okay. You can Whoops. use regular boiled eggs, though. Oh, you can? Yeah, okay. definitely. 
Okay. Um, this is just taking it, making it more classic. Now, this is my eggplant, right? Yeah, some fried eggplant goes in. Now, I actually, I just want to say that this was roasted. I roasted this so it shouldn't be as fattening. And it tastes I made pretty a bit much a, the same like frying it. Yeah. It, it's yeah. pretty cool. Roasting vegetables are amazing. I do salt and olive oil on a parchment paper. Uh, what, what, what temperature? Did 400. You okay. Okay. I've made and the great. secret to roasting is using yeah, the, the flat pan. Yeah, flat pan, spread Yeah, don't it out. put it in a 9 by 13 with a high rim. Yeah, low so, rim pan. so it steams. Yeah. So it doesn't steam. It and then you put some amba. And if you want, we don't have today, but if you want, you can also put some tchina. Okay, yeah, I didn't bring it. But that's an, that's an additional step that you can Oh, put. my God. Is this um, too much? You only want a little bit of amba, unless you like it a lot. Oh my, I've made such a mess of my sandwich. That's because, fine. You know, it's it's gonna, it, today, it's going to be a knife and fork sandwich. It's going to be a knife and fork sandwich. Oh, my God. This looks so amazing. So yum. I've actually done this for Shabbat. As a platter. I yeah, I was just going to mention it. It's yeah. a great idea. It's a great idea. So you just put down um, a whole bunch of eggplant and then some eggs on top and then tomatoes and umber on yeah. top. And people it's can serve really it like a, a layer dip. So I, I do that a lot. And a good party platter. Um, I just want everybody to know that I washed before Shifra came on to the show. Yes. RCK ran out to make sure that I could eat. Oh, the umber smells so it good. It smells so good, mm, right? And it delicious. lasts forever. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like a vinegar style. Okay, so it's I'm, really, really I'm just cool. going to show everyone. Mm. So good. I'm licking my fingers. Oh, my God, this is divine. It's really, really good. And also, the issue is coming out for Purim. So we already have a lot of people um, ordering the issue for Shalchmanis baskets because it's like Israeli theme. Mm. So we have, like, I mean, you know, shuls and schools ordered it, and um, it's just a really exciting thing to give to your friends as well. Because it's something that people can use as a guide. While Nomi eats. Well, um, <laughs> you talk, I chew. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass it around. They want to take a little bit. We're going to get some napkins. This is absolutely fantastic. I'm, yeah. I'm having a great time here. Shlomi and Shifra, thank you so much for coming in. Thank Make you. sure you follow uh, Joy of Kosher Magazine uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And you buy the actual magazine. Because if you are anything of a food lover and an Israeli Mediterranean cuisine, Israel lover, this is the issue that you must pick up. When does it come out? Um, the week of February. <clears throat> well, there's not much left of February, guys. So the last week of February, yeah. Is that like... But you could order it on the website, joyofkosher.com forward slash magazine. Next Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad we got that out. Okay. Excellent. Guys, thank you so, so much for coming. So fun to be here. Thanks for my feast. Yeah. Are you going to take some? You'll of course, of okay. course. All right, cool. All right. Um, we need to get in our next guests from um, the – can you ask them to come in, Shlomi? <laughs> I have an incredible lineup. Um, uh, it's all about food with me all the time, and this is definitely an eating show. And next week's going to be an eating show. I just want to um, mention I'm going to have uh, – the team from Royal Wines is going to be joining us for, to talk about KFWE and to try some wines, as well as um, we're going to be having Sirulli Edelman from Izzy's in Crown Heights. So I can't wait to have them on the show next week. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Natural and Kosher Cheeses, when quality and flavor matter. This has been a very exciting show. Um, Shifra is just, and Shomi are packing up all their stuff. Got a whole lot of stuff going on here. I'm just going to clean up a little bit. I'm very lucky to, um, oh, you're taking the eggs. <laughs> oh, she's, Shifra's cleaning up. You know, I can clean up too. <laughs> Take it. What? 
<laughs> no, it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. No, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave all this here because we're gonna make a big mess now again. Okay, Shlomin Shifra. Thanks, guys. We'll see you back on the ranch. Okay, friends, listeners, Nachum Siegel Network, uh, listeners and people who are listening on our app and on our watching on our YouTube channel. This is a, a very exciting show. Hopefully, they're all exciting to everyone. Um, for me, they're always exciting, but especially when I have restaurants in the house. Um, we had Shifra Klein just made me this incredible sandwich. We're going to have to give you some soon. Um, but it was right now we're going to be having um, Sharona Bensor. She's the owner, the actual owner of the restaurant. I love when women own restaurants. Um, is is joining us? They have actually. Oh my god! Oh my god! They have bought in a feast for us. This is incredible. Sharona and her husband own the olive tree in Brooklyn, New York. You must make this your destination restaurant um, for uh, Milchik's. Uh, I went there. Sharon actually found me on Instagram, which is really yeah, cute. Yeah, I did. And she reached out to me. Do you need a headset? Is she okay, ZK? She's, no, she's good. Um, and, and she said, would you and your husband like to come for dinner? And we went down there and we had an incredible, incredible meal with them. And, and we sat and we schmoozed and we ate. The presentation is gorgeous taste, the portion control, the ambiance. Um, we were about to leave to Israel a few days later. I told I promised I'd be in touch as soon as I got back. So I did good, right? Yes. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. You guys are welcome to stay. <laughs> okay. You guys, have you all met? Do you guys I know? I did. Yeah, Shifra Shlomi. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and not only are we lucky to have the owner, I have chef. The executive chef uh, from, um, from the restaurant joining us here today, and he's going to explain the... The uh, whole uh, uh, food that we have. Welcome, Chef Christian. What's your last name? Gerardo. Gerardo. I never know how to pronounce it. <laughs> My Australian accent kills everything. So, <laughs> should hear me try with a French. I can say rue, and that's about it. Okay. So, um, when when did you start the restaurant? How many months ago? About uh, three months ago, actually. Only three so months ago. Right into the microphone. We're going to talk oh, right, right over here. Um, okay. And what, did you have a restaurant background? Uh, we did actually be uh, we're partners in uh, Cafe Paris in, in Borough Park. In Borough Park, yeah. very nice. We were there for a few years, and then you know we wanted to go on our own with our chef Christian and to open up our own restaurant with our own ideas, with our own creativity, and uh, that's what happened. Which uh, opened up Olive Tree. It's it's great. Was there an existing kosher restaurant there already, or you had to go in and oh, kosher it and make it all? You know, no, no. It was T for two before, and okay. we took over. So okay. everything was ready for us to take over. Wonderful. Just some designing, some decoration, and we were all you know ready to go in and start yeah. our creativity with Christian uh, Huardo. Okay, <laughs> Christian, let's talk a little bit about you. What's your background? Well, my background is from you know from Florida. Um, I've been working hotels before. I work overseas too in hotels, and you know, I went to Johnson Welch University, a culinary school there. Oh, Johnson and Wales. Yes, Johnson oh, that's and Wales. very famous. Yeah, and um, you learn you learn your basics, but then my experience came from different hotels that I worked before and, and everything. So, you know, I'm trying to bring everything to the kosher restaurants to see like people try my new f dishes that I do every day. You know, and specials. Oh, well, it's it's fantastic. If if you are watching on our Nachum Siegel Net channel, you will see. And make sure you watch. <laughs> uh, we've got to try to get some pictures of these to post on our own uh, site. Um, can we get some pictures maybe, ZK? If, 
Okay, great. He'll take care of that. He's the best. Um, because I would like everyone to see the beautiful presentation. I like, you know, this color, this style, this height. Um, and, of course, we're going to try some of, of these course. foods. So it's a dairy restaurant. So yeah. I just want to, you know, let everyone know that this is not um, parve or fleshic. This is what I call the real deal, butter and cream. <laughs> Right, it's let's talk about the use of juice and margarine, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, what's up no. with that? Right, I don't even like it's butter. If you can make it, okay, we have Shabbat and we cannot use butter after Shabbat lunch because we've had a fleshic lunch. But I try to make things that do not involve anything with margarine. And if I'm going to, I use it for a dairy meal and I do make dessert during the week with butter because we have to have it with butter. That's where it is. Butter is better. Okay, yeah. so tell me what everything is. Well, the first one we have uh, is um, I'm gonna try. a steak portobello salad with spinach and has a citrus um, dressing. Okay. Oh, yum. Okay, I'm going to try this. Keep talking. And then we have um, southwestern um, egg roll that is stuffed with tuna and salmon. It has watercress and it has a reduction of port wine. And then the next one that we have is an Asian salad. You know, with it has uh, mixed greens, carrots. It has dates. It has all Asian um, medley vegetables there. And then I have okay. an Asian dressing. Okay. And then this one is something I really love. It's a, it's a tuna cake. It? Oh, my. It's made with fresh tuna. Yeah, it's made, it's made with fresh tuna. It has a remoulade and it has like a mango sauce on top. It has a little touch to it. So it could give them those, those little flavors with sweet and hot. Oh, I like that. So I, I like hope you guys love it. And then the last one is uh, a vanilla flank um, <sighs> dessert. You had me at flan. And this one reminds me of my grandma because this is something that she gave it to me and I always say, you know, I'm going to do it. Let's pass that up. <laughs> Let, we're going to start with dessert. Bring it up. Bring it up. Okay. My mum also makes flan, but she's, you know, Australian and Ashkenazic and, you know, has her own flavours into it. Okay, let's try this. So it's it's much firmer than I thought it was going to yes, be, right? Yes, because it's, it's, it's something um, from the family that we do. Oh, my God. Okay, you have to talk while I eat. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. It's more cake-like than I would have thought. Y yes, we uh, usually like my grandma does like that a little more um, condensed than the regular ones. Shlomi, <laughs> you cannot leave because he has to try this. Shlomi, it's amazing. It's really different. My mum's flan is like more jiggly and yeah, like more pudding. Yeah. I like the consistency on that a lot. Delicious. Mm. Okay. You have We're going to keep trying. Yeah, more folks over here. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I know that you were talking when we were there at the uh, restaurant about um, the lunch specials. And while you talk, of course I'm going to eat. I'm going <laughs> to grab this roll. I'm going to eat one. I'm going to send one down for Shlomi. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on. You're here in the studio. Have fun. Okay. So you were going to do some um, specials. Uh, we're doing lunch special actually right now. We're doing lunch special for $12. Uh, so you get a combination of uh, whichever you want. You know, you can take a soup, you can take a sandwich, a large portion of, uh, we have a variety of food that you can mix and match for $12 only. That's amazing. Amazing. Because yeah. you can't get a good lunch for such a good price. No, it's amazing choices that you have on our lunch special. But what I wanted to mention over here, uh, Naomi, that we're doing, I uh, know, olive trees based, the name is Fusion. So I want people to know that for the first time, you never had a Mexican dish in a dairy restaurant. You always have Mexican dish made with meat and chicken. Right. 
And uh, Christian came up with the idea that we're going to have Mexican dish with dairy ideas. And, uh, and we're doing that as part of our menu. We introduce Mexican dishes into our menu, uh, Asian dishes into our menu that you, you don't find in any other dairy kosher restaurants. And actually, uh, Christian came up with the idea that he wants to do one day of uh, Christian, uh, I mean, uh, Mexican buffet. All, ah. you can, all kinds of, uh, you know, a variety of Mexican dishes for one day, all you can eat. On I would Sunday, love that. Right? And how, how yeah. can people find out about this? As I tuck into this, here, let's have a look at this. We're going to open this up. Can we see that on the camera, ZK? I've opened up the um, tuna. What, what's this, Christian? This is like a tuna cake. It has remoulade and it has a, a, like a mango salsa. Okay, I'm going to just and it try has, that. It's a little spicy, you know. You mix all together so you see those yeah. flavors coming I into you. I want all the components together. That's the way you have to eat something. Mm -hmm. Right? All the... All the yeah, everything so on the give all the flavors together. Mmm. That's great. Yeah, that's wasabi. It has a little bit touch on, on top, so you can give all those flavors, yeah. Okay, so it's a lot about fusion. We were saying that you wanted to um, do this special day of, day of Mexican kosher. So we're planning to do on February 28th, Sunday, one okay. day we do... All, all kinds of Mexican dishes that you never had before from uh, uh, Christian's country. Now, what kind of what kind of things can we expect? What what do they eat it? Well, you sh like I'm trying to do like a buffet Mexican style, you know, and I want to add like some, um, let's say Mexican lasagna. We're gonna have stuffed peppers. We're gonna have chilaquiles. We're gonna have um, how can I say? We're gonna have tomatillo with fish, tomatillo sauce with fish. I just had tomatillo sauce for the first time. It's um, it's so good. Yeah. I don't know how to make it. You have to <laughs> like come. Really? I want. Would you teach me? Of course, no it's problem. My pleasure. Sorry. I have more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye guys. So uh, we have like make flautas. You know, we we we're trying to What's make. What's a flauta? A flauta is 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 a corn tortilla that you stuff it. And then you could stuff it with cheese, beans, avocado, with fish, whatever you you, you feel like okay. stuffing it. And then you roll it and then you deep fry it so it will be nice and crunchy. And you just put it on the plate and then you put any kind of sauce you want. The tomatillo, pico de gallo, guacamole, sour cream. It depends on, on your creation that you want to do that day. Is Mexican food traditionally, because I've heard different um, uh, thoughts, that's the way to put it. Um, is it like mainly a... Meat and cheese, or fish and cheese, or just like what's the? the do you know what I'm asking? The like, non-kosher version. Non-kosher version, like because we yeah. we do everything crazy with kosher. Yeah. Do they do something like what? What's typical? I think Katsuji Tanabe once told me that they don't put cheese in tacos. Yeah, well, it, it depends because usually, like each state of Mexico has different kind of. They they do the same name, but they they've got their own unique tacos. You know, and now they mix, they mi they're mixing a Tex-Mex with Mexican food. So, that you know what Tex-Mex is, right? It's like yeah. a, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a Mexican born in the United States, so they call them Chicanos. So, what they do, they're mixing all together with their nature. And, um, let's say, Texas and California, they're all Chicanos. So, they, they're trying to... Right now, it's a mixture of everything. In Chicano is someone who's from Mexico, like they born, born in Texas. Yes. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, you call that Chicano. Like, let's say, if I'm from Mexico and my kids are born in the United States, they call them Chicanos. So they, they got the unique dishes, Mexican, but they fuse it with Mexican dishes. So, you know, like they have the fish tostadas that they, 
that they do different in Texas, in Mexico, they do it different. So they're trying to fuse it together so it will be more interesting and more fun. So interesting, right? Like I had no idea that you can mix it up like that. <laughs> yeah. Where did you get your, you, where did your influences come from for your plating? Like you're artistic, you're very artistic. Were you always artistic? <laughs> yeah, as well. Could you um, paint as a kid? <laughs> I used to, but um, all, all my life I, I've been living in Florida and, you know, and I work with great chefs. And, you know, and I, I like to learn all the time, you know, from people that really try to teach you. So, you know, usually in school you just learn the basics. But then when you really start working in, in hotels and country clubs, that's when you really get the good experience. Okay, so here's a really, what's your favorite thing to cook, cook and eat? Like, I love cr all crazy food, but I happen to love meatballs. There you go. Yeah. Secrets out. What's I your, is there something you just love to just simple, easy for me, uh, yeah. I should say fish. I like I like to play with fish, you know. Especially, I love ceviche. It's like something... Me too. We were just talking about it with Chef and Shlomi. I love ceviche. Did I have, you have to try? He, it, can, it can be the new version of ceviche. You have to try that, Naomi. Did I have that in the restaurant one night? When in we the came? class, you had it, right? Yeah. Now he changed it in a, on a plate. Oh, my and God. And he changed the totally to a different, you know, spicy. And you have to try you that. You hear ceviche thrown out all the time. Can you yeah. explain what ceviche is? We were just talking about it. You know, with Shifran Shlomi about the, in their Joy of Kosher edition of Israel, they had a, an Israeli version. What's your version? Okay. I mean, what is ceviche? Ceviche is, is a cured fish that you marinate with, with, with lime and you let it sit there for like 18 hours so it could get cooked with juice. But usually each country has their own unique um, version of ceviche. Like Mexico has their own. Ecuador, my country, has their own, but the original, original ceviche comes from Peru. Peru, right. Yes. And you always see Peruvian. Yeah. So from there, a lot of people we trying to do different. It's like the one that we have from, from in, in all the streets of fusion with sea bass. It has salmon. It has grouper. And it has um, salmon caviar. You oh, know, yeah. so we, we're trying to, you know, we try to, up, I try to upgrade everything to a new level so people will try our new experience in, in, in kosher food, you know, and that's, that's the goal that we have. You know, I like that when I come to a restaurant, I want to go on a trip as well, meaning like a, a taste trip, you know, yeah. I don't want to just eat, as, you know, when I go to an American restaurant, that's a burger, that's fries, it's just good comfort food, but sometimes you want to go on a little play adventure, of adventure. <laughs> you don't have to go to Peru, you can just come and eat ceviche in Brooklyn mm -hmm. and, and eat some of Christian's food at the olive tree. Yeah, you have also other one, Anafre. Uh, yeah, well, Anafre is from Central America. That's what I learned when I worked at, um, at Barcelona Beach Resort for four years. I thought it was very interesting, you know, and I think people would love it. So I said, you know, let me, my idea, like I said, is to bring to Olive Tree dishes from all the countries, little by little, introduce them, you know, and that's our goal, to so people know other dishes from other countries. Are you going to have something Australian? I think we should. I think we should have something Australian. Would love to do. Do you know what that is? I will surprise you one day. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, a Vegemite sandwich. That sounds good. You know what's Australian that people don't realize? Pavlova. Oh yeah. Pavlova is an Australian dish. What is that? It's. Do you know what pavlova is? Uh, no, but maybe I know it for another name. Okay, yeah. so it's um like a big meringue cake, and mm -hmm. on top is um whipped cream and like strawberries and passion fruit. So it's like a very traditional Australian dessert. Mm. Um, it was invented by the 
created by the chefs when the dancer Anna Pavlova from the Russian ballet came to dance in Australia at the turn of the last century. So they created this dish in her honour. Peach Melba is also Australian. I don't know if you know what that is, but there you go. We would love to have the recipes. <laughs> okay, I've actually got one on my blog, the AussieGourmet.com. There's Pavlova on that. <laughs> that that's what I'm... That's I'm thinking right now that you never stop learning. And right, you, you see, never, right, you never stop learning. In the culinary, you never stop learning. And something new for me. So I'm like, you know, right, there yeah, you go. Right, right. Look at Your cheesecake was out of this world. I want to, if you go onto my Instagram, the Naomi Nachman, you will see how many likes I got on that cheesecake picture. It was a small mini round cheesecake, mm -hmm. and the spoon was chocolate, which I thought was so cute and adorable. Mm -hmm. And it was plated beautifully, but the taste was amazing. I love cheesecake. You've done an amazing job with that, yeah. And we have other desserts that we came up with. I don't know if you saw our posting on Olive Tree New York. Uh, we have a peanut butter uh, dessert right now. Uh, most cake, everything new line of dessert that we just came up with, homemade desserts. So sh people should follow us on Olive Tree New York. On, on Instagram. Instagram and also Facebook. Oh, you're, you're on see both. all our postings over there every day. Chef special, special desserts you're going to find over there. We try to be creative on a daily basis. Change and change and be more exciting, more adventurous. This is music to my ears. <laughs> music. I just find that some of the restaurants, and everybody works really hard. I know what goes in behind the restaurant. I'm friends with a lot of chefs, and I've got to know a lot of chefs. I know there's a lot of work that goes behind it. 100%. So much work. I know when I create dinner and, 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 and dinner parties and stuff for a small crowd, you guys are doing it on an ongoing basis, day in and day out. And the fact that you're changing it up on a daily basis. We're not hearing that enough. I find some of the restaurants get a little bit stale. They need to up the ante. We need to a little bit more change. And this is what we, you know, there's there's the whole, you know, the food groups and, and, and the people that have become so passionate about buying the food and the customers and the consumers. And then again, there's all the ingredients that are now available. 100%. Have you seen a big change? I don't know, Kushini, how long have you been in kosher for? I've been in kosher, I should say, two years. Two years. Have you seen in the last two years a big change? Yes, I did. There's, there's a lot of competition, and that's the reason you have to be crea creating day by day different kind of um, dishes so you could be on the on the same level with everybody else. On the cutting edge. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's it's... Definitely well, a lot going on in the food, kosher food scene yeah. right now. Ingredients that we never had kosher, we find right. it kosher right now. Like Many things that I could not find kosher before, I'm finding halab Israel, pat Israel. I'm an, I never saw that in my life. Now right. we have it in now the market. We have, right. So it makes it easier for our chef to make those exciting dishes for our customers. You know what's yeah. really exciting? I got in Gourmet Glut the fish sauce. Yeah. Have you seen that? Mm -hmm. The kosher fish sauce. That's yeah. out like literally five minutes. Yeah, it makes life much easier for you, definitely. It's fantastic. <laughs> you never had those flavors in kosher before, so it now it gets to elevate. It's definitely, it's OU fish, so you can't use it in a meat stir fry. But um, what do they call that? What's there? It's called fish sauce, but isn't it called something else? You mean? Nampla or something? The what? Um, you know that kosher fish sauce? Red Boat makes it. It just came out kosher. I don't think he ever saw it. I have. I familiar with that? Um, I don't I'm not familiar with that. Okay, like that's how new it is. It's yeah. like literally like right off the shelves. He makes everything on his own, so he doesn't buy anything ready from you, the... You, you're talking about like some kind of stock yeah. of fish? Yeah. yeah. Because usually when you do that, you just got to do, you know, like a stock, like mirpo, and then you take all the, all the flavors from the fish. I, I don't know if that's the one that you're talking no, about. No, it's a bottled sauce. It almost looks like soya sauce. Mm -hmm. and, and then it's, I don't know, they call it fish sauce by Red Boat. Okay. So we have to... Something else to look out for. <laughs> yeah. 
ZK, we're having a good time eating our way through this show. ZK is so happy. He loves when we have food. ZK, remember next week it's Flayshik. We're going to be having uh, Srulli on the show. He's giving me the big nod. He looks yeah, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very excited to, to have you guys here and to talk Thank and to you. shout your, you guys from the rooftops. You've done an incredible job. Um, how, so we're, how do people find you? Uh, the phone number, you want to give the restaurant phone oh, number a shout out? So, yeah, it's 718-975-3211. That's the Olive Tree uh, contact number. You want the address also? Oh, they, they, you'll call, they'll call for the address. <laughs> but is it, I just want to say it is in the heart, like in, it's in Flatbush. Flatbush, it's yeah, on uh, North Shannon King's Highway. No, yeah, there you go, North Shannon King's Highway. It's nice. actually, ah. yes, DK, it's in your hood, man. It's in your hood. Right next to Marine Park. Right next yeah, to Marine Park. Close. It's good. Yeah. You got, you got a few good restaurants. I think, you know what I feel like, and I know I'm in Manhattan now. I feel like the food scene has kind of left Manhattan and it's gone to Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it's in, let's, it's in. Here, we're going to take a picture while we're uh-huh. still on air. I don't know if that's going to still work. I don't know if I'm still in it. Um, but I feel like I feel like the the the, the cool, trendy, amazing food scene is in Brooklyn. We got a very good competition in Brooklyn area. I have very few good restaurants that are in competition together, trying to come up with you know. But it's good. Yeah, it's, which it's is very good. Thing. Competition is good. It's it gives you more motivation to try more things, yes. more and more ideas. The hundred percent. I'm you know I feel bad for Christian every day. Christian, more ideas, more creativity. Let's go. And he's doing <laughs> it. He's doing it. New. He's doing it. I, I actually we we're gonna start a new menu um, hopefully next week, and we're gonna have a. a, a a mix of everything. We're going to have Mexican dishes. We're going to have um, Asian dishes. And, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun because everybody's going to try different different kind of dishes from Mexico, from, from Asia. So it's going to be fun. Very so anybody should come and, and try it, and you're going to see it's going to be something different from other dairy restaurants. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, guys. So I think I think someone from my family is going to be coming down this Sunday. I'll talk oh, to you at the end pleasure. of the show. We'll make some reservations right here in the Nachum Siegel Network studio, right here on the Lower East Side. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is also heard on Arut Sheva English Radio. Okay, what a big show we had today. We had Brian Greiker talking with me about the chop competition that I'm going to do in Milts. I cannot wait. If you're in Chicago, come down this Monday night, 8 p.m. Make sure you call Mills Barbecue for the Perplexed. Um, we also had Shifran Shlomi Klein, who made a delicious uh, addition. I'm going to call it a delicious addition of Joy of Kosher, and we made some delicious um, Sabich sandwich here, which we made a bit of a mess, but so delicious. We don't really care, and we're going to, DK and I are going to eat that afterwards. And of course, I had the incredible Sharona and Christian down here from the Olive Tree in Brooklyn. What a fun show! We have eaten a lot, and we're gonna co- we're gonna continue eating. We've got Enjoy. pictures of all our images. We're gonna put that up on our Facebook and our Instagram pages to share the love and to to see what we do right here in the studio Thank on our show. Well. We eat right. We eat a lot. Okay, make sure everyone. Uh, goes to gilliesgoodies.com uh, to order their Mishloach Manot baskets. I know I've already done mine, and you know who is listening to the show right now from Israel that you will be getting a little surprise from the Nachmans. Um, so when you do order your fresh baked goods, and your, your, the baked goods and the hamantaschen and the kunas for gluten-free, and they have all the top-line hechshas there, 
they also sent their chayalim in Israel. So I think that's really a beautiful and important thing to do is to support our chayalim and give them some love from America and to thank them for what they do standing on the borders so we can go to Israel and eat our way through Israel. And thank you very much, David Ehrlich from Gilly's Goodies for giving a 10% discount to Table for Two listeners. Just make sure when you check out, you put in the code TABLE4, number number two, and you'll get your 10% off. All right, everyone, we're going to have a great show next week. As I mentioned before, Srili Edelman from Izzy's Barbecue. And we're going to have the team from KFWE here talking about the event, which is just a week or so away, two weeks away, getting very close. Okay, cool. Have a great Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Stay warm.